So, I just, like, started laying out my next book project, my new book. Uh, I'm not gonna describe the title or the information about it right now, but I want to devote a lot of time to this one and really, like, pour my heart and soul into it and really, like, give it my all. So hopefully you appreciate it. Um, I'm still working with my film slash video, like the short being released on many streaming services. It's a long process. Um, but this book, like, hopefully is very impactful. Um, I've been following the news, uh, I appreciate Logic's, uh, new album, No Pressure, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, but from his interviews, it shows that he really, uh, uses a lot of like double entendres and a lot of like similes and metaphors so he's like a true lyricist so I think that's really good one day I want to like dissect it because I feel like that's also a great form of writing is like songwriting and maybe one day after I'm done with like books and podcasting, not done, but when I'm more successful with, like, books and podcasting and videos, maybe I can do songwriting. It's difficult, but that'd be cool experience. Um, I saw that, uh... Trump wants to remove TikTok from the U.S. I don't know, maybe there really is, like, Chinese infiltration and, like, espionage involved with TikTok because if it's a social media platform, which is all about, like, storing data and, like, selling data and, like, storing photos and videos with personal information they could easily use that to like collect data and information on like US citizens and I always found it weird that like I'm not really like a big user of TikTok but it's weird that you would have like this Chinese social media app but you don't see that many like Chinese people on it. But maybe it just depends on who you follow and all that stuff. That'd be cool if like instead of like espionage it was like used for forming like a like an international community and really like connected people from like China and US and better like the relationship between those two countries 
because we would see how we make jokes and how we live our day-to-day lives and we could compare the differences and the things that we do the same. I also watched this movie Burning on Netflix. I recommend it. It takes place in like South Korea, which is a big ally of the United States since like the Korean War. Um, it really shows the influence that the U.S. had on that country, even until this day. But I don't understand the ending. I wish someone would describe it to me. So if you want to DM me on like any social media, like let me know what the ending means. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but I just yeah, like I don't understand the ending. And the other movie I don't understand the ending to is Swimming Pools on Netflix, and that movie takes place in France and Britain but mostly in France I don't understand the ending to that movie either so if anybody is like a really like big movie goer or like movie connoisseur like please describe that those two movies for me like the ending because I found those two movies very interesting and captivating but I just don't understand like their endings and I hate when that happens where you like really invest in a movie and you really enjoy it but then like you don't understand the ending that's like a good technique for like big movie developers and like directors and creators but I don't know I'm just so puzzled and like like I focus on it and like the two things I really obsess on is like symbolism and like producing my own projects like I check on those things like all the time like when I'm creating something and also when I'm like viewing something as like a consumer for like an artistic project I always like want to understand it so I can like do a give and take with my art with their art and also like Who wants to, like, sit down and watch a movie for, like, an hour and a half and not understand the ending? Like, that drives me mad. Um. So, if anyone understands those two movies, let me know. I really started watching international movies from my friend Alex. He was, like, my roommate. Um. He's Romanian. And he always put me on to like international movies and like videos and I I started liking them because it's like a different perspective and a different form of creation but they take a lot of good qualities from American art but they give their own twist to it and that's like really special so if you understand those two movies I appreciate it one international movie I do understand and that I like was uh this I believe is a Mexican movie 
It was called, like, The Platform. And it was about the socioeconomic status and, like, capitalism in, like, the Western world. And it happens, like, in a lot of parts of the world and to different extents. Because even if you think of, like, socialism and communism, like, it's good on paper, but it's never existed in its true form in any country. There's always the human flaw of, like, corruption. So even if you have an idea where you're just going to share the wealth and evenly distribute it, amongst all citizens there's going to be people at the top that are going to like want to skim more from the top and like they're going to use their influence and their power and their means to like keep taking more and then at that point it's not really like socialism which is like sharing and like communism and like it's not completely bad because if you think about it like social media is like a form of socialism and because a lot of apps are like free and then we get to produce our own content which is copyrighted and we get to take our own actions in that marketplace but it's still capitalism because they're independent corporations that sell our data for profit. So it's still a form of capitalism, but I wonder how like that's going to exist in the future when the, we realize that a lot of our data is being sold and like distributed and exchanged across different corporations and the government I hope they don't like use it for like insurance where they say oh even if it's not like social media even if they use it for like transactions oh this person drinks like one liter of alcohol a week therefore we can increase his rates for health insurance and like shit like that. But that's like some like 1984 George Orwell concept stuff. So who knows if we'll go to that extent. I, f- I have the belief in the American people that we would stop it from reaching that level. Because that's like tyranny. But back to like the platform. The platform. Yeah, so it shows, like, the differences in, like, socioeconomic status, um, because you jump from, like, different levels of wealth, and it changes, like, sporadically, or even if it's not sporadically, it changes, like, occasionally throughout a period of time, and that happens in capitalism. You can become really rich, or you can become really poor. Or you can just, like, maintain and stay in the middle class. Even though the middle class is shrinking, if you think about it today, because there are lessening opportunities. Because the major gatekeepers to, like, allow you to join the middle class was cheap education. So, let's say you become, like, 
an engineer through like a four-year bachelor's degree and the price of school in like the 1970s and throughout that time period is like if you didn't want to if you weren't like vain and you wanted to just go to like a prestigious school but if you just went to like the everyman school just like a city or state school it was like if you were a resident of that state it was just like a thousand dollars a semester and I know there's inflation and some people might still think that's a lot but it's really not because like let's say you pay like a thousand dollars a semester and you go to school for four years and then they also have better financial aid and student loans wasn't as corrupt that was like the major path to reaching the upper middle class or middle class and also opportunities to start businesses there's a lot more incentives if you didn't want to go the education route but like nowadays many seniors have to keep their job because the price of living is or living at a certain standard is so high that they have to keep their job and this is good though with like life expectancies greater and so now it's like you keep your job until like you're 70 if you're lucky if you live a typical decent life and you just want to keep working and plus you don't reach like the best wage you deserve until you're like 50 if you stayed at a job for like 20 years so you rather just keep taking that in and plus the the price of everything keeps increasing there's less safety nets for savings because there's more credit card debt student loan debt for for my generation so like our parents have to keep maintaining their same job and they're at the senior level but now my generation can't get the best paying jobs because the seniors and like executive positions are all taken so we have to take like low level jobs and because like nowadays a college degree is like the same level as like a high school diploma and student loans increase so debt increases the price of college even though it's the same wage of jobs since like the 1970s which doesn't make sense like why is school five times more expensive but then the wage you get for the job after your degree is still the same that makes no sense and if college is more regular and it's more of like a necessity or like a standard, why is the price of it so high compared to in the past? Like they're just like finding ways to screw people over that is harder to maintain a middle class. So the middle class is shrinking and you need to go to like 
bachelor's, master's, PhD level, and then that's the only way you can get like a decent paying job. But then if you do all that, you're like $200,000 in debt. So, yeah, it's always worth it to just get more education and like put yourself in a better position. But for $200,000 in like student loan debt, which is, you can't recoup that. And then most people have credit card debt. So now they can't even like purchase any real asset. And if they do, they probably won't be able to until they're like 40. And that's just like really depressing. And like a lot of people are disgruntled and like it's difficult. And that's, like, why I'm putting all my effort into, like, merch, uh, podcasts, books, uh, videos, films, apps. Because, like, I'm just gonna put, like, my blood, sweat, and tears and, like, put my soul into creating. And hopefully I can, like, amount to something because I went through, like, the education route and, like, Education is important because it helps me to express myself and gives me the proper vocabulary to reach people. And I'm not knocking people who don't go that route, even the beginning. But at a certain point, you're just so much in debt that you're just like, when can I start making some money and like help my family, help my friends? help the people that have been supporting and caring for me? How do I actually amount to something when I'm like writing papers, studying for exams, and like spending all this money? And then I'm still not getting paid what I deserve. So support me on this journey as I try to like create a better place for myself and like make a difference in the world because it's like a shame that in this world like with the proper directions in society they only teach you how to be like an employee and then you're always like are sucking up and you're always like succumbing to like working hard on the behalf of someone else and that's not fair and no one teaches you how to become an employer or like a creator like all this stuff I have to like learn on my own and it's just hard and then you know, it's just like you're doing the best you can. And I'm sure most people are doing the best they can. I also saw that like Netflix has released like classics like Moesha and like all the Adam Sandler movies. And that's like all the stuff I grew up on. And it's good to see those things again. But it has me kind of worried that 
everyone is resorting back to the old ways of life because if the old way of life was so great then we'd be in a better situation we would be in a better situation today and we're not so I know it's always like make America great again and like everyone goes back to the classics like all the great comics like Spider-Man, Superman and like reposting and like like Moesha and like all the classics I grew up on like from like MTV and BET but like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and all that stuff but If it was so great back then, then we would have a better today, you know? We have to, like, take the good with the bad and produce a world that's better. And by only going back to, like, the old way of life, we're not going to reach a better place. I'm, I hope that, like, we really do take the good with the bad and make improvements. That's, like, key is, like, to make improvements. And that's why I take all my influences and then I try to create my own experience that I hope people will share and appreciate. Because just living in the past, it's not good. It's like that guy that, like, was successful in his high school football team. But he never made it to, like, a D1 college. He never made it to the NFL. But he was like, remember those days where, like, I scored that game-winning touchdown against, like, my local rival. Like, it's good to live in that moment. But you're not going to make a difference. And then with regards to film and video, I really like Adam Sandler. I like Chris Rock. I like Dave Chappelle. I'm finding every day I'm finding like that's the one thing good about streaming services like of Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu and all the bunch of ones that I hope to reach my life moments videos on is that you find like these indie films that make you contemplate about life and give you like a new lens how to see life a big fan of like Shia LaBeouf through his ups and downs and I've always been a big fan of hip hop but I'm not a rapper or anything like that but I appreciate like Russ giving like the breakdown of like the music industry as a whole 
And I was watching The Breakfast Club and I was listening to the Steve Stout interview. And I appreciate him like forming United Masters for distributions. And like I take advantage of like distribution services and companies and like publishing companies. But I don't agree with the fact that you take away like the record label, the mainstream traditional book publishing company or those things in my case would be like book publishing because those are the people that are actually going to change your life like I don't think they're like inadequate or not valuable anymore because if you want to even think about it in like the music industry like, if you can sign an $8 million deal, and even though you get less royalty percentages, and you do, like, the 360 deal, like, that record label gave you a chance to change your life and put you in a comfort zone where you can just solely create. Like, if you get an $8 million advance, and even though, if you want to be financial about it, it's just, like alone essentially but it's not a loan based on repayments to in a simple sense completely because it's based on the fact that they give you eight million dollar advance so now you get only 20 percent royalties but after you make it back after being in that deal for like two three years you can renegotiate and then maybe after you're settled and you got like the, the avenue and to create more, now that you're in a better place, you can accept a $2 million deal with 50% royalties because now you deserve more royalties and they're gonna give you a smaller advance or even if you really lived up to your potential, you can increase your advance and your royalty percentage. But for them to like own a percentage of all your creation, but give you that huge advance, like that huge advance saved your life. Like you were like a struggling artist before, you know? Like if I get a book publishing deal and they give me like, a $20,000 advance but smaller royalties like I'm gonna appreciate the $20,000 advance because it gives me the funds to create and then hopefully if they're a good traditional publishing company they'll get me subsidiary rights like film and TV rights, quotation rights, and things of that nature. So we'll both make more money on the partnership by expanding our brand and our equity and our influence. Like, it sucks that there's gatekeepers, but since they own or partake 
in so many partnerships. They really have a lot of leverage and, like, a lot of capabilities. So I'm hoping... Like, I like being independent, and if I can score a big independent deal, that'd be nice. But I need need help and support. And then, movies that I liked are, like, The Godfather series, Quentin Tarantino movies, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Pulp Fiction... Foxy Brown, I mean Jackie Brown, uh, like all those guys, they took the best qualities of like older movies, but they made their own imprint on it, and that's what you have to do. And it's good with sports, like the NBA is back, and I think this is like LeBron's chance. Because he's getting older and because this was like a shortened season, he had time to recuperate and really train. So I hope he wins. Um, I'm a big fan of Kawhi Leonard though. He's so funny. He's so stoic. Um... trying to think what else came up on the news like I didn't get a chance to watch this but I saw that like Amazon uh Jeff Bezos Facebook Mark Zuckerberg Google CEO and e-commerce internet companies was on Congress for like and they did like their testimony and like they're on trial to discuss their like like to prevent uh for antitrust and like monopolies that happens all the time with like new big corporations like Microsoft like Bill Gates had to go to Congress a lot of times for antitrust laws and monopolies so we'll see how that turns out like they have so much money and leverage that yeah like even like apple heard they're like number one and like the value of a company uh so like the government or it's like a bunch of like old people who are like just seniors and like senior positions with like networking and like family connections like they don't understand how like internet companies operate and how to really like check them so that's like a lost cause they're not going to be able to really do anything And they just are happy that they're American companies and that they can utilize them to expand America.
because all those companies are like international and have a lot of like prowess and I'm sure the government gets kickbacks to a certain extent um I just hope that the world becomes a better place and then I was watching Andrew Schultz with like Flagrant 2 and like Brilliant Idiots it's crazy the shit that's going on with like Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and I saw that they documented one of like Epstein's girlfriends it's like this hot blonde chick from like Australia or something like that I don't know what's gonna turn out with that but it's crazy that they actually just killed him to prevent him from like talking like imagine like having no education no traditional successful background and then you own like the richest estate in New York City you have like three other mansions around the world including Paris New Mexico and Florida and he just did that with just having connections and that's like crazy and like people are like struggling and like studying and working hard and like jobs that don't value them schools that don't appreciate them and they can't even make it to the middle class I guess it is just based on who you know and then I'm a big fan of soccer I'll I thought Manchester United was good when they had Cristiano Ronaldo and like Wayne Rooney and stuff like that but once they started selling on the stock market they kind of like didn't care about building a team and they just cared about like selling stocks uh for my company, Hearsay Online Company, which is like grassroots and like just development, I use like ClearBank to try to like, it's like a Canadian banking company to try to like increase my presence. And they give me like a valuation. And on the high end, the last time I checked, my company can only sell for like $100. So. I'm just starting from the beginning and I'm willing to give things out for free, for cheap, just for you guys can support me and appreciate me. Hopefully my value just increases because I remember when I was young and I used to read even more than I do now, it was always don't become rich, become a man of value. I'm not sure if that was Benjamin Franklin or someone on that level but 
It's just like you want to be someone that's like worth something. So people want to participate in a venture with you. They want to communicate with you or start ventures with you or partner with you because you have so many assets, so much value that they want to start collaborations. So I'm just trying to become a man or a company of value. And I know it's a long way to go. I'm willing to put in the work. So I'm going to end on that positive note. And thank you guys for listening.